Welcome to another episode of the Bereans Bible Prophecy Podcast. This is Bob McLaurin. It is August 21st, 2020, and uh, I was going to put something out last week when the uh, a day before the UAE-Israeli peace agreement was released, and then I uh, was going to put something together and then got busy, and then yet again some more things uh, came out. So wanted to touch on uh, the specifics of the Israeli-UAE peace agreement. It was an expectation that Israel was going to create a bunch of economic agreements with countries in the Middle East, and those have all been in the works. This is certainly a surprise because it's the first Muslim or just, just out of left field, I would say, relative to any peace agreements they've had in the past. So um, definitely think it is a sign of our times, at least circumstantial based on everything else that has been happening and that we've talked about in the past. Uh, and I think it's interesting that, you know, you get the people on the fringe, the crazies who call Trump the Antichrist or somebody else the Antichrist because they've initiated this agreement and all along scripture has said that the antichrist will confirm a covenant uh he's not going to initiate one said he would confirm it so if at least if you're reading carefully it looks like he uh that there's something already having been established that he's confirming so and i i tend to agree with Chris White here. Again, he's the guy I tend to agree with the most on everything, probably everything right now. And, uh, and that is that the covenant referring to the old covenant and some type of sacrificial system. I think what we're going to see in our near future is just a bunch of economic, uh, growth and, uh, covenants with all those countries around them. And, they're all going to be drawn in due to, I mean, naturally. I mean, if, if you're going to benefit your nation economically, you're going to take part in it. So uh, that's to be expected. But it's, all, it, it's certainly exciting to see uh, something that new that we've never seen before coming out of UAE. And it also made me think, you know, because the crazies out there, you know, Trump's the Antichrist and he's splitting Israel. Therefore, the, our country is going to be judged and those kind of things. Um, and they have no scripture to support uh, their claims. Um, I just want to remind those people it's useless to try, but, you know, remind ourselves that the Antichrist is referred to as the little horn. And to me, I just think that means he's insignificant, inconspicuous, unnoticed. So how in the world would we be able to identify him years out until uh, we see something much closer to us? So for somebody now to say, oh, it's Erdogan or it's Trump or whatever, Again, I go back to all of these world leaders are going to be participants in this play. But we, you know, the AC, and 
maybe he's out there somewhere, but he's so insignificant that we'll never be able to pick him out. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. That's just what Scripture says. So uh, do I think Erdogan's going to be a big part of it? Uh, I've said these guys can, these leaders can change overnight, literally overnight. Uh, We've seen this in our own country. So uh, what I will say is, do I think the leader of Turkey is going to be a major player and maybe he's the king of the north and all that? Absolutely. Uh, Same with Egypt and Saudi Arabia and all that. I, I believe all whoever the leaders are at the at that point in time in the future, they're obviously going to be playing a part. But just because some dude today is doing something that makes you think is uh, part of the seventieth week, we still can't say who is absolutely involved. But what we can say is the leaders of those countries are going to be, maybe it turns out to be, but it would, it would be exactly opposite of what scripture is, has presented him to us. And what do we have to go on? You're either going to go on scripture or what you think. And I've told you, I, I choose, I would rather follow scripture and just pivot with it as we see things change rather than go ahead and write a book on why I think the Pope is the Antichrist. It's just idiocy. So enough of that ranting. Let's see, what else? You know, in the in the last day, I saw that Dana Coverstone had, had yet another dream, August the 10th. He posted it on, on uh, YouTube, and you need to go see it. I touched on his previous ones uh, last time, and... He was just reiterating, not reiterating, he was just explaining his dream. Extremely troubled and wearied by it all. He is, this is, you can tell he's obviously not someone who uh, wants this attention. He's bringing it to us, uh, I think, authentically as a, he wants to warn people for solely for what he is seen. And I think, I think any of us would have done the same thing if it hit us that hard, whether we believed it was going to come true or not, it hit him so hard that he felt compelled to share it. And he tells that he said, I don't know. He said, maybe I'm a fool by November, but, uh, you can tell he's sincere. Doesn't mean he's right, but he is certainly sincere and he's not saying anything that is out of line from what we've seen this year, 2020, nor what we would expect from our government leaders and the left. We know that they're poised to unleash more violence uh, prior to elections and on the election. So, you know, it, it would have been very difficult to believe this a year ago or two years ago, but now... I believe it all just because we've seen people, there are people in the United States who clearly hate the United States. That's, that's not even up for debate. They hate our nation. One one thing that I will get to at the end of Dana Coverstone's video, and this one's the August 10th one, 
he he says, oh, and at the very end, he says, I saw a big billboard that said, Passover 2021, big things are coming. And and I want to remind you that like a year ago, I just threw out there something I had toyed with several years ago, four or five years ago, about a triple Purim. And it wasn't my idea or anything, but it was guy in, I want to say Argentina, that I found on a pre-wrath message board. And he had just you know, innocently thrown out this thing like, hey, I did a word study and it was kind of broken English as well. Uh, Hard to get to the content, but I downloaded it and cleaned it up a little so I could understand it better. And, And he was just saying, hey, based on what I'm looking at in the in the Greek, you know, it it maybe it's possible that the time frame that the two witnesses lay dead in the street in Jerusalem where they are not permitted to be buried. Um, and, you know, maybe that is a triple Purim. And he goes on to explain what that is. And I've got an early episode that talks about what triple Purim is. And, uh, and so I went I went looking at the Jewish calendar to see when triple Purims fall because they're they're pretty rare. And what I found was that the next one was like, it's either 2024 or five, like late 24 or early 25. And which would, uh, if that were the midpoint, that would roll us back to 2021 as a, uh, as a beginning of the 70th week. And I'm taking you through my journey of research here. So that was when I believed that the, the uh, two witnesses most likely had to be killed at the midpoint. Because uh, to me, it just made sense. You know, like the abomination of desolation, the witnesses get killed, and then all hell's unleashed uh, regarding the AC is now persecuting in, in full force against Christians and Jews, whoever he can get to. And in my mind, it all the pieces fell into place. But then I had another episode here, if you were following through like the sequence of Revelation, where I said, you know, I really, really want to believe that the seals and bowls and trumpets overlap each other because there's so much so much action that is so similar but I couldn't get there though I wanted I want that to be the case to make it easier to see things I just couldn't get there because of the the connections of the and the this took place and then this took place you know the uh, in Revelation, uh, I think it's Revelation 6 and other places. So th- to me, there was no getting around the at least portions of the trumpets, bowls, and seals being uh, sequential rather than overlapping. And, and the description of those three things being the same event, but just given from a different perspective, I wanted that to be the case. I just couldn't 
see it proven through scripture and I haven't seen anybody else be able to prove it. I, I'm certainly open. I'm, I'm open and willing if someone can put forth, you know, the Greek and here's why and all that stuff. I just haven't seen it at all. And uh, so for that reason, I absolutely had to move the death of the two witnesses to the end of the 70th week because that's like the, I think it was the fifth seal. Uh, no, uh, yeah, maybe wrong there, but no, 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 third woe, second or third woe. I'm just flying off the cuff here, so forgive me. It, it was one of the woes and it happened to be, uh, I don't know, uh, you, can, you can go back, we can all listen to that episode again. At that time, I was heavy into it and uh, knew it verbatim, but it slips now. So for that reason, I just, you know, again, I'm just going to go where the facts lead me. Facts being where, what scripture plainly states, unless there's something in the Greek that allows me the freedom to correct that, that view. And I just didn't see anything at all. So that had to go to the end of the end of the 70th week. So all this being said, the, the midpoint or a triple Purim being like uh, 2025 and the beginning of the 70th week being 2021, uh, I had to throw out triple Purim. But that still doesn't stop us from looking at 2021 as being a beginning of the 70th week because it doesn't have to be a triple Purim. It was just a theory and we looked at it and, you know, uh, maybe it didn't line up. Maybe it doesn't line up in the future. So no big deal there. You just move on and keep researching. So I, uh, I, I just wanted to remind you and myself of all the circumstantial evidence because there's, there's not one piece of, of evidence we can really stand on and say, okay, yep, this is it. This is the beginning of the 70th week. And again, I'm a pre-rather, not a pre-tribber. So I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for a rapture. I'm looking for persecution to begin. Sorry. Uh, But, you know, the, the list of things I came up with that, again, they're all circumstantial, but when taken together, I think it's a significant time we're in. And so, uh, but we'll all know and you know, I think we'll know in a year or two where we really are. And unfortunately, I really do, fortunately and unfortunately, I really do think we're heading into the, into the 70th week um, this spring. Right now, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, and I'm, Starting to take more sober steps towards preparation. and uh, But here's the list I came up with. You know, just the general overall view of a thousand days, uh, a thousand years being a day and creation having been around about six days now based on what we think we know historically, um, you know, we're we're pretty close coming up on the six we're in the 6,000th 
yearish time or approaching it, whatever the Jews track it as, like 57 something. Uh, who knows what that actual number is uh, over time. And then the September 23rd, 2017 Revelation 12 sign, which I believe is rock solid, rock solid. It was never a rapture event sign. Uh, something that never occurs, never will occur again in history. And to me, it was just a road sign marker, a tremendous event that most people missed out on. Um, We look at the tremendous escalation and violence and then Dana Coverstone, which some people will go, yeah, who couldn't predict that? Well, I mean, He's talking about things that we've never witnessed in our nation that we'll find out in a month or two, you know, uh, what's what's real. But again, I believe it because of what I've seen this summer, cities burning and just the horrific violence of innocent people being kicked in the head by, you know, dozens of people laying dead in the street. I mean, it's just nauseating to watch and. And these are people, I mean, I'm assuming they've got jobs Monday to Friday. I mean, some of them, I'm sure, are just malcontents and don't. But, I mean, they, it's drawn in people. It, it's stunning how awful it is and unprovoked, un, unwarranted. Uh, certainly the protest uh have some validity, but the the violence and destruction, there's no call for it whatsoever. Um, the shaking we're seeing of all domains, government, corporate, and religious, um, the existence of Israel in the land. There's, you know, I've got friends who dispute that that's Israel, and I've seen others YouTube videos about, you know, why they're not really Israel and all that. And there's a smidgen of truth in it. But I think the closer we get and more momentum and evidence we see building that those case, you know, they've overstated their cases in those videos. I'm willing to be wrong, but based on what we're beginning to see now mount up, you know, I, I think Israel, nobody, nobody ever expected Israel to be pure in heart. I mean, they're blind right now. So, you know, their case about how corrupt they are and all that stuff. Yeah, I get it. I mean, so anyway, uh, the disclosure of the true temple location in the city of David, which most Christians either poo-poo or, you know, discount or didn't even, there aren't even aware of. And I did an episode on that earlier. Uh, The disclosure of the original tabernacle design, this was even more insignificant. Uh, And what value it has, uh, you know, probably not a lot. uh, But it's still interesting that somebody went back and read in Exodus what the tabernacle the the literal design was and when he got done as an engineer you know he said hey this thing's like a circle almost like a circus tent which 
makes sense physically regarding the, uh, I'm not talking about the outer court, but the actual tabernacle itself and uh, the physical structure being able to bear itself, the weight and all that uh, physically just made much more sense where the other one was incapable of standing based on the modern interpretation. And then there's the disclosure of the evidence of the Israeli exodus through uh, the Saudi Arabian desert, as opposed to what everybody calls Mount Sinai now, and there's no evidence there. So there's tons of evidence of the exodus, and it's all in the videos this summer, the patterns of exodus uh, that are very well done and worth watching. Uh, you can buy the digital download for about 15 or $20. So uh, there are three parts, and all are worth watching. Um, the disclosure of the evidence of Noah's Ark's actual location. You know, they said this was the original place, and then it wasn't, and then it was, and then it wasn't. And when you watch the videos, uh, and Ron Wyatt, he kind of resurrected these, but they're, they're out. I mean, I think it's pretty certain that that's where it is. And, and it's just amazing, stunning that, that it's still there. And with the technology they've used that they can show that, uh, it's probably the case. And then the last thing, and there's probably more, but this just off from a memory, like of the foretaste of earthquakes, pestilence, famine, and just a push towards global conformity on things. Uh, the uh, being able to manipulate the masses with through the COVID experience or any other number of things. Um, I'll I'll wrap it up, but I do encourage you to go watch Dana Coverstone's August tenth video. Um, you'll see how weathered he is and how torn he is by it. And uh, I would just encourage you to prepare. Um, it The times are extremely exciting, sobering. Um, when these things occur, when I see these events, I certainly think about my kids and how to handle all of that and, and, I'll just remind you to prepare for other people on other people's behalf. Um, those that you know you can't reach right now, there'll be a time when you can. So don't worry about don't worry about informing them now. If you if you've got friends who are open, go ahead and inform them. They may not be aware of the stuff that's been disclosed, but for those who would roll their eyes, you know just. Give them their space, prepare for them, and just wait because the violence is going to escalate. The uh, net is going to be drawn tighter on us to comply in whatever. To get a vaccine through your job, whether it works or not, you're going to have to get it or else you're not going to be able to work here, you know, because we want to be good citizens and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we're living in that stuff now. We know it's going to get worse, so stay tuned. I'm only assuming we're going to see more and more stuff happening, but, you know, right now it looks like 2021 spring Passover 
there's a real expectation of uh, something big coming. So we'll, we'll just wait and see, and I'll talk to you all later. Bye.